0: Let me introduce myself first of all. Let me just welcome you to the Kingdom International Intercession and Word of Empowerment broadcast. I am um, your founder, Dr. Deron Zorn. Amen. With Divine Order Restoration Ministries International where we are restoring the order of God. One life, one body, and one nation at a time. Amen. And it is an honor. It is such an honor to be with you on today my god so this word of truth we are coming out of the book of micah amen for those who are following us in our studies um we uh our studies for today was micah chapter one and two i am going to come from micah chapter five and nine amen glory to god thank you jesus hallelujah and um my title for today is to stop the plague of false worship. Stop the plague of false worship. Help us in this place, oh God. Um my foundation of text for today is, is coming from Micah chapter 1 verse 5 through 9. And the word of the Lord reads And this is for the transgression of Jacob, and for the sins of the house of Israel. What is the transgression of Jacob? Is it not Samaria? And what are the high places of Judah? Are they not Jerusalem? Therefore, I will make Samaria a heap of ruins in the field. places for planting a vineyard. I will pour down her stones into the valley and I will uncover her foundations. All her carved images shall be beaten to pieces and all her pay as a harlot shall be burned with the fire. All her idols I will lay desolate for she gather it from the pay of a harlot and they shall return to the pay of a harlot therefore I will wail and howl I will go stripped and naked I will make a willing like the jackal, and mourning like the ostrich. For her wounds are incurable, for it has come to Judah, my Jesus. It has come to the gate of my people, to Jerusalem, my God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God, again, our topic for this morning is stop the plague of false worship. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, we, we are living in in times and days and um, in a, a, a place where um, religious centers are everywhere. Religious sinners centers centers are everywhere. And and people gather in them in in large and even in small um, numbers to go and worship, right? To go and worship. But our question for today is... The worship that we are doing in these times and in these days, is it the worship that God require of us? Here in the book of Macca, we find the prophet bringing forth the word of God for judgment upon Jerusalem, upon Judah. This prophet, according to God, prophesied in three different reigns. Amen. Um, word of God. In three different reigns. Amen. Um, and he prophesied, God used him in the days of Jethro ahaz and hezekiah the thing about this prophet amen um word to god um he stayed true to the prophetic word of god to the prophetic ministry that god had placed in him in spite of what was going on in the land See, um, during Jethro's reign, amen. Um, it, it was a godly reign, and then when Ahaz got um in the or uh, king over uh, um Jerusalem, he, he became i mean, he, he had an evil reign, and then Hezekiah followed, and they would say was the righteous reign. And so he preached in and out of season, he preached during the or prophesied during the good times, and uh, and the evil times and he spoke what thus says the lord he brought forth um, in, in in the land he spoke um, the warnings of god as well as the promises he also spoke the judgment of god as well as the salvation Hallelujah. He ministered to a corrupt society and a righteous society. And I'm just saying, and he did not waver in it. And see, many a times, and as we think about what's happening even in these days, that that the prophets, the the word, the mouthpiece, the the leaders, the apostles, the pastors, amen, um, according to God, the leaders need to have to... Stop wavering in the Word. Amen, glory to God. We just can't flow with the conditions of the... um We can't flow with the conditions of the nations. Amen, glory to God. We can't flow with the conditions of the environment. See, um, the thing with Israel, my God, um, see, what they begin to do, they begin to conform to the pattern of, of the world. They begin to conform to the patterns of of um, the Canaanites and the Amorites and the um, the Hittites and you know um, all those, they begin to conform to those patterns. And see, God has strictly warned them. He told them, "Listen, I need for you guys to tear down every high place. I need for you to destroy, utterly destroy everything in the land once you get there." Because God did not want them to begin to mimic, behave, conform to. The society, my God, um, that was there, or preoccupied the land before it became their possession, and God was very strategic in in His instructions to Israel. But in spite of the instructions that was given. They chose to be disobedient. They chose to be um, to operate partially in what it was that God had spoken unto them. My God, they partially um, um, they came in and they conquered the land, but they failed to tear down. The high places; they failed to utterly destroy even all the people in the land, and it began to cost them greatly. It began to put them in a place where they begin to idol worship, where they begin to um false worship. And ultimately, it will cause God to bring judgment against them. You know, he start off this particular chapter even talking about, you know, as God come forth in his judgment, the day that God administered justice what will begin to proceed hallelujah my god within the land and being very destructive and god my god himself administrating the judgment and how the mountains would melt and the valleys would, would um would split just showing or demonstrating the my god um the depth of the catastrophe that was going to happen, how uh, um, even the, the nature itself will begin to be disrupted. It'll be a disturbance, my God, um, um, with, with, within the earth all itself. When God began to administrate the justice, he quote, Messiah, righteously, Demonstrate or administer justice in the land. My God, listen. The word tells us, we know, let me say this. We know that nothing can be hidden by God. And, you know, Romans tell us, it said, in the day when God will judge the secrets of man by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. Listen. (laughs) The thing even with Samaria and Jerusalem, right, that the, the administration of God's judgment against them is that he measured their lifestyle, the way they lived, what they did, against the very word that he commanded of them. And even they had people. Now, in this particular time with, with Micah and Malachi, God, they was uh, many of them were just right out bold. But even in these days, I just had to bring this out because, see, man, you know, um, and and this is a form of false worship, and I can't wait till we just really begin to dig down into, uh, amen, we got to eliminate the plague of false worship. But listen, amen, glory to God, and, and for such a time as this, you have people in the land who they worship, they come and worship right, you know, they got to show up, they are committed to showing up to service when the doors are open, they are committed to that, they are very committed to um, serving in whatever capacity that they may serve, they are committed to that, That, and that is a form of false worship, and we're going to, we'll talk about it in, in a moment. Why? Because you know, the people of Gaia, you're committed to, to showing up in this into this facility, but you're not committed, right, to following the statutes, commands, and decrees of God. How can you worship him in rebelliousness? That's not true worship. If if we're rebelling against the things of God, against the word of God, and we're not committed to moving in what it is that he has commissioned for our lives, people of God, uh, uh, we are being rebellious. We are being disobedient. We have set up high places, right? We've set up high places. And false worship in our lives. And even those things that man does secretly. That God would judge them. Even openly. The word tells us that we all have to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. So when we stand in that, before Christ, in the judgment seat, how would you be judged? How? Because it's all going to be measured up against the word. And we know that idol, idolatorial worshipers are not accessing the kingdom of God. It's just not happening. That's in the word. God. And so I was looking at the word and in the text and I was talking about, you know, um, stopping the plague of false worship. so, because they did that, number one, we have to eliminate the high places. We gotta utterly destroy the high places. And we definitely must stop functioning in religious practices. Because it is hindering our ability to truly worship God religious and traditional mindset is the setup for idolatry worship and false worship and so here Israel is guilty of transgressions and sin against god just rebelliousness and then the word began to tell us listen what they what they are doing in samaria god said look that thing don't came down to my house of jerusalem your evil your wickedness the things that you're doing it is spreading abroad it is causing a plague in the land listen listen They, um, up there in, 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 in Jerusalem, my God, I mean, they're up there in Samaria. Dave was just, my God, you had the priest and, um, the, the priestess, right? They was finding themselves prostituting themselves. Under the um that was prostituting themselves under the worship of Baal. So they began to um sleep with the people. This is the priests and the priestesses right my God they begin to sleep with the people see back then in um in, in Micah's time the they worship um the God of fertility and they just don't raised up this false God. And, you know, of course it comes out of one own imagination, but don't raise up this false god or begin to worship this false god because it was said that it blessed the earth with growth, fruitfulness, reproduction. My God. When I can recall, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, that from the beginning, when God created, right, when God created male and female, from the beginning, it was his intentions, or it has always been a part of his plan for Um, the the sons and daughters to be fruitful and multiply in every area of one's life. And so now they will begin to worship this false... um, god this false religion and so um in their way of doing it they will begin to um go after um to me the spirit of perversion or lust they will begin to commit you know uh, uh, adultery they would um commit you know um my god fornication and so they had set it up Where listen the priests and the priestess right they had became a uh, uh, in the land a legalized um, place of prostitution in the house of God. Well, the people will come and have sex with them in the belief that the fertility gods will give them what they needed to be fruitful. They to be fruitful that they may have more livestock, that their wages may increase, that they may gain more property. Yeah, Oh my God. Um, that they may have, you know, more children and, and all these other things. Now, here in these days. I don't know, because I just don't know. But, um, amen, glory to God, at least it's not open if they are doing it that way, right, in, in this time. But that the priests and the priestess the, um, are prosti- prostituting themselves in a different form. Even our prophets. So, it's just like, listen, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. So, thank you, God. So, just like when I say, okay, you come, okay, you come and get in this line, right, amen, glory to God in. Whatever you believe in God for, you come and, you you send this, and whatever you believe in God for is going to happen. For those that would sow a uh, such and uh, such such seed, amen, <clears throat> thinking this is going to happen. Or if you, for those who come up with $100, right, I, I'm going to give you a word from the Lord. And having people to believe that this is the way that God is going to bring forth the blessing in their life. Or this is the way that God echoed Messiah. God help us in the resurrection Or this is the way. God help us in this place. Or this is the way. The only way that you're gonna hear from God. This is what's gonna be needed for you to get your breakthrough. Mm. And so you put your trust. You put your faith in it. And they even teach and they training. Put your trust, your faith in what you're sowing, right? Amen. For the manifestation. God don't God don't need for you to buy his. they quote on my God don't need for you to buy the blessing that he's already, my God, um, called forth in your life. God, God don't need for you. Um, uh, uh, that is not in, in, in the part of God's design for you. God called you from the beginning to be fruitful and to multiply. And because he called you to do that from the beginning, um, you're able to produce. But the capacity of your producing comes forth through your obedience. And see, we want to pay for this thing. We want to, we want to pay for the blessing, and I want to pay pay for the favor. And, and because that's the lies and the setup, um, um, that, um, mm, that 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 um, that men, that mankind, that uh, that they have um, set up and sold to the people. If they've set up and sold. Instead of my God um speaking the truth, hallelujah, glory to God, you know, <laughs> causing calling the people to walk in the obedience of God's word. And that is the way the manifestation of God's word is gonna happen. It it is it, not in the seed that you sow, it's not in the 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 servanthood that you do in a place is through the obedience of God. Right? Now through the obedience of God, that God speaks to us, listen, that God tells you that God, the one and only true living God, speak unto you to do. If somebody have to tell you or coerce you to do something, that's a true indicator. Amen. Glory to God. If that that not be of God. If your belief have to be in anything outside of God himself, that be not of God. You know, even we have men and and women of God are just, you know, even tell you, you know, if you don't, amen, if you don't do this or you don't serve here and if you disconnect from this ministry or no longer serve in this ministry, then yo, what God has called you to do ain't going to prosper. Like the devil is a lie. False worship false worship and people serve with a mindset of obtaining something false worship my ghetto chick on my false worship my god um hallelujah thank you jesus glory to god I want to read this, this definition. Amen, glory to God. And then I want to just deal with some things and false worship. And, um, and then I'm going to deal with some things about true worship. My God. Um, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So here we go. Idol worship, or the admirer of images, right? Idol, Idol idolatory. It means that those who either worship false gods or do not have a right relationship with God, they worship false gods or do not have a right relationship with God. And and I want to deal with um, the, the latter part, not having that right relationship with God because not having that right relationship with God causes one to false worship, causes one to be an idol worshiper. Idolatry is a sin of the mind and body against God. Idolatry is putting something else before God. There's somebody who's putting their mind, their thoughts, their body, their energy, their effort, their loyalty to something other than God himself. It is the failure to look up to God and acknowledge Him. It is the failure to give one life unto the Lord. Like everything, your your thoughts, your emotions. It is the failure of completely becoming available unto God. Is putting other gods. Have you found yourself in places where you have put other things before God that you are giving your thought, your time, your energy, your effort, your loyalty, absolutely everything in you to a thing and omitting to do the things that you should be doing for the Lord. God, help us in this place. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. So this, so this false, this false worship. Amen. False worship. It is the attitude or the act of an individual in reverence to a person, an object or entity that's other than God. It also includes impure improper or other inappropriate acts directed toward the worship of the true God. That part right there. Because many people think or pursue or assume that they are worshiping God. Now, I'm a quote Messiah. My God, help us, Lord. That they, they assume that they are worshiping God and their worship is far away from God Himself. The word tells us that those who worship God shall worship them, shall worship him in spirit and in truth. That's that's what the word says. Now let me roll over to John chapter four real quick. Amen. Um, John four. So here, here, amen, glory to God. Now be mindful. We we're in the time of Hezekiah, um, King Hezekiah, um, King Jathram, or Judge. Yeah, King J- Jake um, and um King Ahaz. So we're back in the time, right? And so even so we fast forward over to John four here when, when Jesus, right, is in the earth. And so he would meet up, he would meet the Samaritan woman. Now, remember this judgment is against Samaria and Jerusalem. Amen. Glory to God. But he start with Samaria. So he here he is talking to Um, The Sumerian woman. And so he would say to her. My Jesus. He said. Woman. This is John 4 starting at verse 21. I'm going to go back to her. Let me go back to 19. So she speaks first. She says sir. Sir the woman said. I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain. But you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Help us, Lord. Then Jesus said, Woman, woman, Jesus replied, Believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit, and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. And so even here, he's he's talking to her and, and my God, and, and they're having this dialogue uh, about a uh, uh, worship. And he's even even dealing with the fact of the false worship that has taken place, and and, and as we we're looking at that, listen, in um false worship include in pure, improper, and any other inappropriate acts directed toward the worship of the one and only true living God. What does that look like? What does that look like? That is an excellent question to ask. See, false worship arises in our lives when we begin to trust in anything other than God. When we're trusting in um, the military, we're trusting in our government, we're trusting in, we're putting our our hope, our faith, our trust in, in, in our spouses, right? In our jobs, and and all these things, when we trust in the works of our hands, my God, listen. He told them over in the book of Jeremiah that they provoked him to anger because in so many words, they trusted in the things, the works of their hand, what they were doing, their own skills, their own abilities, right? Uh, uh, and, and and so, um, that was false worship. False worship is when we serve God, or we, Amen, glory to God, or we are we're serving God in with the intent of receiving something in return. From him, that's that's false worship because there's a motive behind what it is that you're doing, why you're worshiping him, because you're in a place of expectation. Help us, Lord, in this place of obtaining some physical um um manifestation of your worship, that's false worship. not bringing God our best. That's that's false worship. He had to in um in and, and, and the, the prophet Malachi, you know, he had to get on um on his people right because they would bring him uh, uh, that was giving him offering that was unacceptable. That was that. Amen. Glory to God. Um, that was making these type of sacrifices to God, and God's like, wait a minute, this you supposed I supposed to get the first and the best. I don't get what's left over in Ekhod Masaya. I don't get what's left over and and um and contaminated. Jesus. False worship. False worship. Because we're not operating or doing what is spoken in its fullness and how the instructions have been given. False worship occurs when we pray and and we fast, right? And even in our giving unto other people, so it can be seen by others. False worship. My name, True worshipers, he said, you gotta worship, you gotta, you gotta worship me in in spirit and in truth. And in order to be able to, oh quote, oh my my God, to worship him in spirit and in truth. You got to remove the motives. You got to be willing. To follow what thus says the Lord in its full cancel, and its full cancel. We have to honor God with our life. The word says, Listen, um. I present my body as a living sacrifice, one that is holy and acceptable unto you. That is my reasonable act of worship. Presenting my body as a living sacrifice being able to worship God in spirit and truth and worship God, not just worshiping God in a building, in and in, in a circle, on my shaga yeah, in, in a building, not just worshiping, worshiping God for showing fashion of man, but worshiping God in your lifestyle and everything that you absolutely do. So, so I said present your body as a living sacrifice. But too many people, we're, we're too busy doing sacrificial things that we won't die to ourselves and becoming the live and become the living sacrifice. Yeah, quote on my side. He, he's seeking um, those who will, will become, who will begin, who will worship Him in spirit and in truth. And see, the thing about worshiping God in spirit and in truth, there is no the motives. The things about worshiping God. In spirit and in truth, yet you are obedient to what thus saith the Lord. You follow his statutes, his commands, and his decrees. Amen. Glory to God. Echo the The response of true worshipers the response of a true worshipper is one that is a submissive response one that walks in humility one my god hallelujah that 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 function in adoration of their god the one who is obedient to that in which thus god says it is way beyond what takes place in worship centers cuz you we can people are in there rendering their garment to God and not their heart see when you become a true worshiper it is your heart that my god eh, quote on Messiah that you give unto God it is your heart you everything that you do it is from amen glory to god it is out of your heart it flows amen um going to God out of your heart that you are doing it just because you love him just because you trust him just because you want to please him it ain't, you ain't doing it for you ain't doing it for recognition you, you you're not doing it for the acknowledgement of man you're not doing it because you want God to do something in your life how many times you know amen glory to God thank you Jesus hallelujah that echoed on my say. Yeah. that we've done it or we've done things or we're doing things For the blessing of God instead of the worship of Him. My Jesus. My Jesus. So we got to worship Him. And Spirit and Truth say, Listen, He is seeking. John said, in, in the book of John, when Jesus was talking to the Samaritan, he said he's seeking the true worshipers. We, those that don't confine God. That does not confine or constrain God. The spirit of the true living God to a geographical location. And even they're on Messiah. Oh my God. You know, help us, Lord. You know, even sometimes people are like, Well, you know, I gotta get to the church and they're on Messiah. I gotta get to the church and get on the altar because so, so God can do this, so that God can do this, and it's like, My God, why did why you gotta get to the church for it to happen? So true worship. It is based off the relationship between an individual and and, and God himself through faith in Christ Jesus. And so I don't have to get to a specific geographical location to trust God, to believe in God, to have faith in God, to worship God. No, my God, hallelujah, thank you. That is a 24-7 thing, my God. Three hundred and sixty-five days of the year in your leap year, three hundred and sixty-six. And so it is not that it's not a selectional thing, but it is a permanent position. Ekoros Messiah, it's a permanent position in the life of believers, of the true worshipers, whose heart is pure, whose heart is pure, and I'm doing it because I love you. doing it because i love you and out of the love that will be physical evidence out of the love and that physical evidence it is shown through the obedience and so yes Amen, we'll find ourselves, we'll pray, we'll fast We, Amen, glory to God, we'll, we'll praise God We'll give, amen, glory to God uh, We'll preach and we'll teach And all these other things Um. Amen, glory to God Out of the act of Of pure worship True worship That it, it ain't attached to nothing But your desire to please Your God Your desire to please the Father because you love him. The benefits come. But there are so many, the benefits come to true worshipers. There's so many people who's chasing the hand of God. And that is heart. See, true worshipers chases the heart of God and not his hand but many are chasing the hand of God and that's why false worship can spread in the land and cause the plague or the judgment of God to fall in the land to fall in a land bring forth destructions in a nation and God was so vivid in the text see Samaria was up on the 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 hill thank you Jesus thank you Samaria sat up on the hill and my God And God is like, you're gonna be a a heap of ruins. That God was coming to destroy the city. And as he brought destruction upon Samaria, that even the stones from the foundation being broken, from from um them being destroyed, from the city being destroyed, that they will roll down through the city, through the valley. said it will roll down through the valley and and her foundation will be uncovered and that's a whole nother different thing. exposing your foundation meaning that he's exposing that you ain't um they're called on Messiah. he's he, he's exposing to samaria so exposing that samaria never was a true worship of god exposing that samaria my God was false worshipers uh, that they was editorial worshipers. Amen. Glory to God. And hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And because the foundation was faulty because the foundation, yeah, quote, Messiah was not on that, which was truth that they, you one crumbled and one fall. And they began to make me think about, you know, believers. Um, uh, my God, quote, Oh, my Messiah, uh, um, those who profess Christ and, and, and my God, and who serving, uh, um, God and um, who say that they're serving the Lord, but my God, when things happen or, or what have you, they fall all the pieces, they turn their back against God and all these other things, uh, when they was a diehard for God and, and at least what they said, but then when you begin to see the way they function and how they operate and how they respond to things, my God, you begin to see the exposure of their nakedness. You can see that they didn't trust God. They didn't believe in God. They didn't have faith in God. And because of that, they was able to be shaken. They was able to be destroyed. They was able to be demolished. They yeah, Messiah. They were able, when the wind, the rain, my God, hallelujah, the the, the heavy winds came. They was able to be blown, blown away. Amen. Word of God, even now, even by any type of doctrine, they will just grab hold to any type of doctrine, anything that, amen, that can give them anything. Any false of a sense of security. Mm. And they toss to and fro. They toss to and fro. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. That's why. God is seeking the true worshipers. God is calling forth the apostles, the prophets, the pastors, the teachers, the evangelists, right? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, glory to God. I'm going to read this here over in Ephesians and I'm going to close us out this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. We got to stop the plague when we don't stop it, when we seen and we don't deal with it, if we don't my God, and we continue to allow this foolishness that's going on in the body of Christ to happen, the plague is, um, the disease of it itself continues to spread and out of that, Amen. Um, God will send forth the righteous judgment so that he can eliminate the plague that and that he will wipe out what's necessary to purify a nation my god um here we go in the name of Jesus glory to god verse 11 of ephesians and 4 and the word says, so Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the son of God and become mature, obtaining to the whole measure of the fullness of God. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blowing and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful sinning. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. From him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grow and build itself up in love, as each part does its work. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so God is seeking the true worshipers. Amen. who will go and move forth in his word, teaching and training um, this body of Christ that we may be built up amen glory to God that they may be built up in the truth of God's word so they become mature see the body is being um, tossed back to and fro because what they are being presented is not the full counsel of truth the word of God, and it keeps them running and chasing every wind of doctrine, and so God is sending forth the remnant for such a time as this, to call out the sin and the transgressions, it shall go to Messiah of the people. minister repentance redemption and reconciliation unto them that they may my god not have to experience the judgment of god the as he wipe out the plague of false worship my god in the name of jesus glory to god with that being said people of god this line is open amen Amen and amen to God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.
1: Begin to take that focus off of God, and what I'm saying is that when God tells us to do something and things begin to happen that seemingly to us are not in our favor, we turn mm-hmm. because God couldn't do anything that would hurt me, right. Wrong. I mean, Abraham, Abraham could have said that, right? Oh, well, no. God surely wouldn't tell me to kill the son that he gave me. No, I'm not doing that. Because he wouldn't do that. So we have to stop and 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 really um ask ourselves, is it, it, it is are we doing the will of God uh just like you said? Because I'm gonna reap a blessing but what if the, what if the sowing of that money was to bless somebody else
0: right
1: mm, okay so we have to really uh become in tune with the word of God when when we are serving him I mean we have to realize um uh, John the Baptist served God and he was beheaded and he did the will of God. Guess where he at? Guess where he's at now? In glory. He didn't. He just got a new assignment. <laughs> he just got a new assignment. That's all. And the apostles, besides John, all died horrendous deaths. But we would think because they were doing the will of God, surely God wouldn't let that happen to them. But God said, No. I got another assignment. Let the world do this. Who cares? I got another assignment for you. But that's where we get uh, the double-minded man. Uh, uh, That he's not rooted and grounded in the things that God has told him to do. When he serves, people expect when we serve God, then we should be blessed and not have to suffer nothing. And, and and that's not true. That's not true at all because we don't see the end. We too busy looking at ourselves. We too focused on ourselves and what we can get and how we can be blessed and the favor that comes to us that we take our eyes most often off of God. And we do those things that seemingly bless us. But I'm going to tell you right now, Satan got a lot of schemes up his arms that he uses to make it look like you being blessed. Oh, he'll let you get that big house, that promotion on the job. he let you do all of that and then take it right from up under you. When you sell out to him and turn your back on God. So we have to be sure that when we say yes to God, that we stay committed to that. And we don't look at the extenuating circumstances, the outside circumstances, the outside dealings of what's going on when God said it. We have to be true and stand on the word of God. We have to hold a standard. What's your standard? I remember one time someone told me, By myself eating locusts and honey. <laughs> you know, we don't want to go that. We don't want to do that because surely if I'm following God, he is not going to cause me to eat some locusts and honey. And I will not be in some sackcloth and all of that. I'm not going to, no, surely if I serve God, then I should be in a big old house with a car and all of this. Surely he's not going to cause me to live like that. I always tell people if you lead the ghetto, who they to preach to? He got to have somebody there. But we just say no, nah, we ain't doing that. We don't wanna look. Sometimes that's people's fake. That's what they. That's where they at. I know sometimes we don't want to hear that, but it is. Because people got to bless them down there, too. Presence of God got to be down there, too. And not come and go and leave. Oh, I did my ministry. (laughs) Come on, let's do the ministry. Let's go and help and walk the streets. Okay, see you later. Bye-bye. See, a lot of times, that don't turn head. But it's the the people there that live there amongst them that are strong, Living their lives before them that that caused them to trust and turn. So I, that, that's just my spiel. God gotta have us everywhere. Did people talk to me all the time about corporate. Well, He gotta have some people there. That's true. I didn't talk to so many people about the Lord and and where they are and their faith. And there now, you know, some have turned. Some have definitely turned. Some haven't. No different than the church, but God has to have us in every entity. Mm -hmm. He has to have us in the the government. He has to have us in Hollywood. Unfortunately, I'm so glad He ain't called me to that realm. Uh, But he, 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 girl, he gotta have us there. People have got to show uh, uh, and 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 begin to manifest uh, a God in those places amen
0: it's back in your hand amen glory to God bless you bless you bless you Dr. Don absolutely 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 we just bless the Lord because we definitely have to be um we are supposed to be in every area right um being that city on the hill that cannot be hidden amen glory to God exposing who God is to mankind so that they can turn right unto him they can turn unto him um dynamic um people um, of oh God, and we gotta learn. Listen, if we gonna everybody want to rain, but nobody want to suffer. And, and there is there is suffering right in the raining. That there's suffering, suffering before the rain. Long
1: suffering, suffering. right Long
0: now. before the rain, <laughs> right. But we've so we have so sold this picture. You know, we, we've just misrepresented the kingdom of God, and that that's why it's important. That God's people get into the position that He's called, so that Amen, um, we can overcome the misrepresentation that has taken place in the body of Christ. In the body of Christ, Amen. Um, in the name of Jesus. Yeah, this line is open. The line is open, it's open, it's open. Um, dynamic people of God. Amen. Bless you, Jesus. Uh well, we want to thank. We thank we thank you guys um for, for joining us in the Kingdom International Intercession and Word of Empowerment broadcast. With, under Divine Order Restoration Ministries International, where we are restoring the order of God. One life, one body, one nation at a time. We're going to go in the love, joy, peace, favor, and the anointing of our most holy Savior, who is none other than Jesus Christ. And is in a, his holy and majestic name that we've convened in intercession and we've been empowered. Amen, amen, and amen. To so God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Guys, have an amazing day, and we love each and every last one of you.